1: For for me, it's important to be very, very deliberate in what I want to create because I am scattered in my focus. Having our focus is one of those principles. But before you even start with everything going on in everybody's life, you have to take enough of a moment to say, what would I love?
2: Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat.
1: Hi, hello, Christy. How's it going? Nice to see you. How are you? Nice to see you. I love that. This just, I just,
2: not just like we're going to do a podcast. I'm like, got it. Like right now, she's like, right now. I'm like, let's go.
1: (laughs) That's what moms do, right? They (laughs) just so (laughs) true. Where do you live, Christy? I live in Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay.
2: And Um, you're in a sweater. Is it cold?
1: Oh, it's like It's a sweatshirt. No, it's not. It's just chilly. You know, I love it.
2: chili for us in US is so different. It's so it's so funny because when we go to Florida, everyone's like, it's so cold. I'm like, and every, all the Canadians are in their bathing suits and everyone's like <laughs> in their parkas and we're like, oh, this is hot.
1: Where Christy, in Canada were- are you? Toronto. Oh, OK. We li- I used to live in Montreal. My husband and my boys, my boys were born in Montreal, but my husband was born and oh. raised in Montreal. So, yeah.
0: OK, so, Christy, yeah. please, for those that are listening, who are you and what do you do?
1: Okay. So I am um, I'm a teacher. I'm an author. I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I've written seven different books. I'm a coach. Um, so I've been coaching for about 20 years, helping people really understand the universal laws and how to apply them, whether it's in parenting or their businesses or whatever it is. And so I help people move from a perspective of lack and limitation into abundance and possibilities. Oh my, that's juicy! How did you? Are you psychic? Mm. Um, I I'm a medium. I I actually (gasps) channel the counsel. Yeah, I
2: could (laughs) feel it. By the way, I knew right away that you had something bigger than just coaching. I could feel it. So, and
0: you talk a lot about manifesting, and we are so all about that. We talk about it all the time. I I. I try to explain to people how it works. I don't know how. I'm sure you know how to properly explain it, but I feel like we have manifested so many things together and we can, we're so we're so powerful in our manifestation, but I don't know why. Can you explain manifestation to people?
1: Yes. So, we are manifesting all the time. We even a thought is a manifestation. An emotion, having a feeling sense, that's a manifestation. Although a lot of people think of manifestation as I attracted the husband or I got the car or I got the house or I have my business or this money, all of it is manifestation. I actually have you, you both will love this. My, my latest book is called the desire factor. And it's literally people that have been understanding manifesting for a really long time are like, this is the guidebook for manifesting because it's channeled by the council. It has my experiences, my 25 years of my own personal experience. And then, you know, 20 years of coaching plus their wisdom brought it into a place where there are seven principles that are universal and in order to manifest whatever desire you ha- whatever desire or goal you have there are steps to take and literally it's like most people have heard of these different concepts or heard of these different steps but it's like a padlock if you don't have them in the right order it doesn't open and that's oh. yes, totally,
2: you know, it's so, I think so many, uh, you help me out here. Like this is such, this is a total conversation because our mom truths podcast is a lot of women who are listening and who, when we talk about manifestation, I feel like they feel like it's like, you know, mm-hmm. unattainable for them. Like everyone else is so lucky. Like that's yes. just lucky versus yes. like, so if you don't, cause some people have been manifesting since they were little and not even aware that they were manifesting. Are you like born with this? Can it be taught? Like, obviously it can be taught, but for the people who've been manifesting without knowing, what does that look like? What, and what are the seven?
1: Yeah. So, so, okay. So we're, we, we come in manifesting, we manifested a body, right? It's like from the minute we start in this physical experience, we're manifesting. And so we, we, whether you're conscious or not, right. I remember having a moment about 23 years ago when I'm like, I am manifesting stuff. I'm working with energy. I want to know what exactly am I doing? What are the Mm -hmm. steps, right? Because if I'm going to do it and I am going to, and I want to know what I'm doing so I can manifest things more quickly and I could be even, even more deliberate, Right. And even stop manifesting because those are manifestations too. stop manifesting the things that I don't want. Totally. You know? So the first thing to understand is that, you know, we have to, and this is for, for, I understand I'm a mom of two, you know, and I also have elderly parents. So I feel like I'm a mom right now of four Mm -hmm. and sandwich generation. Right. So for, for me, it's important to be very, very deliberate in what I want to create because I am scattered in my focus with my kids, with my husband, with the mm-hmm. dog, with the parents, you know? So having our focus is one of those principles. But before you even start with everything going on in everybody's life, you have to take enough of a moment to say, what would I love, mm-hmm. right? If, if I look at the different aspects of my life, what do, what do I desire, right? In my body, in my marriage, in my relationship, in my relationship with my children, in the business that I run, you know, with my people that work with me in all aspects of that, what would I absolutely love? And Mm -hmm. that's, that's the first point is that we have to get clear because the majority of people aren't even clear. They're Mm -hmm. clear on what they don't want. Mm-hmm. I,
0: so
2: true. you know I heard a quote once that said worrying is like praying for what you don't mm-hmm. want
0: so exactly. you sit there
2: and you wish for everything you don't want you spend so much time on worrying and I think that's is it because people are afraid to think that they are worth getting like they just do don't people, know or they do you think mo- they live in fear though because if the, you have it good then you can lose something and that's almost worse than the hurt of losing something is almost worse than not having it Exactly.
1: Well, we learn all of that stuff. None of that came in with us, right? Fear is a learned process. It's also wired into us that if we're walking down a dark alley and someone's walking behind us, we have this energetic experience of I'm in fear. And that fear either has us what, flight or fight, right? It's like, so we, all of it, the, the energy of, of, um, shame and guilt, Right? All the whole yeah. spectrum of emotions, all of that is wired into us because that's our guidance system that helps us figure out, am I on track? Am I focused on what I want or what I don't want? Because if we look at it, one of the universal principles that I talk about is the the law of sufficiency and abundance. And if you look at it, it's like a spectrum. On one side of the spectrum is lack and limitation, which always feels bad. And that's where all of those emotions, such as disappointment, frustration, irritation, anger, fear, worry, doubt, you know, all of those guilt, shame, all of those are in lack and it's more, all of that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not worthy, right? Yeah. I'm not deserving. Who am I yeah. to? All of that comes from a learned perspective from parents, really? society, from, from imprints. It could have been. You know, I, for years, couldn't trust women because in high school, I had a friend that right in front of me was, you know, cheating on my husband and she was my best, my husband, my, my boyfriend at the time. I was and like, she, juicy. Oh, you know, no, school, no, yeah. no, sorry. <laughs> 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 I'm so used to saying husband now. I don't say boyfriend. He was my boyfriend and she was cheating with me, with him. Right. And so that led me to go, women can't be, I can't trust women. So I hung out with men. Like I I would hang out with the guys and I was one of the guys because I had an imprint that I can't trust women. Right. Mm -hmm. And until I let that go, now I have tons of women friends that I can trust. I've had many deep relationships, but it's always the lack. It's always the, the imprint of a trauma or a betrayal, or, you know, we, we focus on something and then we didn't get it. And then there's disappointment and we don't want to be disappointed again. So then we stop desiring. Because if I desire that- How do you
2: move through that? How do you move through? I'm so pit, like I've been disappointed 12 times in the same area. How do you move from disappointment to desire again when-
1: Well, it's asking yourself, okay, you know what you don't want and you know that you don't want to feel the disappointment. So what do you want? I always have people ask themselves three questions. What do you want? Because we don't even realize, right? I don't want to be late. I I don't want to gain weight. I don't want to lose that marriage. I don't don't want to, we're so focused there. And that's the biggest thing for the biggest hurdle for most people is that you could start having a a mindset where you're focused on what I want. You hear yourself, you see yourself focusing on what you don't want, or I don't want to be disappointed or God, I really want this. It's, It's a matter of shifting the focus to what you do want, what you want the outcome to be how you why you want it and then how you want to feel. And that's the whole part of this seven part process that these steps is you have to first align yourself. So even if you have you have this desire factor, you have this thing that you're moving forward and you've had moments where you felt a you know kind of like one step forward, two steps back or you might feel a certain disappointment. Mm-hmm. It's releasing that energy of the disappointment. So that's not the set point that you're creating from because everything is energy. And so oh. when, when we can align with the energy that we want to experience and align our consciousness, what's our consciousness? It's the words that we say. Sometimes I, I, I actually created a, a free program for people. Because so many people don't even know the words that we say, words like should and ought to and have to Mm -hmm. and try and, you know, oh, but, Mm -hmm. you know, these kind of, I can't. These are Mm -hmm. words that we don't realize how powerful our words are. It even says in the Bible, in the beginning, there was the word. I mean, our words are like wands. They literally start the whole entire creation Mm -hmm. process because words that we say Also activate the thoughts that we think. What are thoughts? They're a series of words, right? And then we have these perspectives that get solidified like a belief. And then that creates, all of that creates emotions. And then it determines the behaviors or the, you know, habits or things that we do. So starting with the word and shifting the words and phrases that don't feel good. You could actually go to watchyourwords.com. It's free. It's a 30-day video program, two, two minutes in length, tells you the words you don't want the word of the day that you want to shift. Why and what to say instead. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company,
3: they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At Nile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise
2: her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com
0: It's so funny, too. You, you know people. You know people in your life that constantly use those words. And you can also see, like, their path. I... I used to be really, really, really good at manifesting when I was younger and I had a lot less going on in my life. And the only thing like I spent, I had so much time to manifest. I didn't know I was doing it, but I spent so much, so much time doing it. And now, like you said, now that, you know, we're mothers, we have so much in life is getting crazy. It's hard to find that time to like, go back to, to that, to narrow it down. And also, um, you know, give yourself the privilege that, you, that, that time for you, because we're so just trying to sort of like make everything right for all, for our children and for everything else. It's like, it's hard to, and even when you go to bed at night and you're thinking you want to manifest the things that you want to think about, but so many other things get go into your mind that it's so hard to clear it out and just put that focus of what I want. Cause yes. a lot of people, women too, are also like, am I, am I really that important right now? Or do I need to focus on everything else?
1: Well, here's the thing. We have learned as women, it, it, this is literally how energy works. We are energy receivers. We're literally, we are energy beings as much as we are physical beings. And you can tell that by, if you just put your hand on your heart, your heart is beating. And what is it? it what is that beating it? It's the divine. It's all energy. It's, it's life force. It's our life. It's our life partner. That's actually beating our heart, breathing for us, circulating our blood there's so much going on in our own beingness that we don't even have to do. We're co-creating with this divine that's breathing us. And when we understand that, yes, we're physical, we are also energy, and we have to receive in energy. If we're not receiving energy, we're dead. And, if, and we always have to receive in energy and what happens though, is if we're not deliberately choosing, and it just takes minutes, because I used to think, oh God, I'm going to have to, med- I can't meditate as much as I used to, right? And when I started channeling the council, it was like, it just takes minutes. I could just literally open up my eyes the moment I'm aware that, hey, I'm alive, I'm awake, right? Most people go, oh, I got to get going. I got to get awake with the kids. I, gotta, I don't have enough time, right? They get into this lack of, there's so much stuff to do. I don't even have time for myself. So it yeah. just starts off with this lack perspective. Instead, just allow yourself as you're literally laying in bed, just choose the energy that you want to bring in because the mm-hmm. energy will listen to you. You feel the energy just coming into you and feel yourself being filled because the more you contain this energy, like you bring in the say the joy energy and you fill yourself up with joy, now you're coming from a place of joy when you go wake up the kids or when you hug your husband, right. when you, when you, it's like give from the overflow, give from the saucer, not the cup. Cause so many of what us are it? giving the, everything from the cup and we have nothing left for ourselves. What do you mean when you say channeling the council? So bringing in a higher consciousness, that medium. So mm-hmm. if you've ever heard of like Abraham Hicks where Esther channels, Abraham. That's what I do. Um, I my consciousness goes out, their consciousness comes in. It's just a higher awareness, it's possibility consciousness, it's all about abundance. It's literally, yeah.
2: I, I think a lot of people can like when I think it's it's hard to grasp it's hard to understand what we're talking about if you don't stop and think about it. And totally. the best way I can explain it to people is Like you said, when someone's behind you, you feel an energy that's not good. Or when you walk into a room and you just, someone's energy is off and you're like, it's that feeling where you're like, it's, it's kind of like not intuition, but for all the people listening, it's this really, it's this. You can feel the, the people around you, what they're bringing to you. And there's like negative energy, there's hyper energy, there's positive energy. And if you can tune into how you're feeling when the people are around you, you begin to understand your energy better. And the only reason I think that, you know, when you're a people person, and we know we feed off energy and other people's energy, that's where we we love to be. You you get to understand the energy better. But if you aren't awake, like if you're just going through the motions of each day, yeah. you'll never stop to understand how your energy is and how someone else's energy is impacting you because you have to actually kind of be self-aware, which a lot of people are not in tune totally. with themselves in order to understand their feelings. And I remember Oprah, God, I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, when she used to say so many people, when they would get kidnapped or killed, and I, I'm we're not a true crime podcast even though we joke we are sometimes that they knew something wasn't right and their (coughs) energy was telling them not to go or not to do it or it was like there was a whisper being like don't do it don't do it and they they pushed it out of the way and did it and it was not a good situation but that was that was their thing talking to them and I feel like the only way I can describe it is it's a pull it's a feeling it's these things that to, you can tune into really easily. Like it's not an overwhelming, no. you don't have to sit down and start the, feeling the, the medium. The
0: problem is I feel like for people who are like, um n- want to manifest and they want to do this, it's almost like they have a cage around them that is blocking them
2: from being able to get to it. It's like they have every excuse not to. And, and they'll do a vision board. They'll cut out the things, they'll put it on there, but then they don't actually believe it. They're like, they I love that. D- if I paste it, then I've done it. It should happen, and they're like, "It didn't happen. It doesn't work." And right, you're like, "No, no it's." It to, and, but it's I feel, here. I feel like, Wait.
0: I feel like um, people. I used to think, and I'm, I'm, I, I know that because you've, you've written, wrote these books and you've done all this work that you know that this is incorrect. But I used to just honestly sort of put my hands up and say, maybe some people are just not capable.
1: But yeah. that's not correct. See, see, that's the the principle surrender is in this book. And it talks about, it's not a weakness. And there's a point in a manifestation where you have to release it over to the universe and have that faith, have that trust that it's in the hands of something even bigger than you. But it's one of the last processes. People are, a lot of times are like, oh, well, I just surrender. It's like going in, if we were to go in, the three of us, were going to go into a restaurant and have some breakfast or lunch or something. Right. And we go into the restaurant, we ask the waiter, oh, I don't care. Give me whatever. Right. It's yeah, like, yeah. Well, wait, no, you have preferences. You We have preferences for a reason. If we're going into a restaurant, you know, if we're going to choose something that we're going to fill our bodies with, we get to dec- decide that we all have free will and choice. So it's not an abdication of our power. And it's not an abdication of, you know, some people just have it and some people don't, I guess I don't. That's a belief. Yeah. And that will continue to create your reality because we create From our consciousness, we create from our beliefs, we create from our thoughts. And when I heard that 25 years ago, when my meditation teacher said to me, you create your own reality, something in me went, wow, that's true. But how? So I started with my thoughts because thoughts are either based in lack, which always feel bad, or they're based in abundance, which always feels good. And if I'm... If I'm thinking a positive thought about something, even though my mind says, you know, oh, that can't happen, right? The mind is there to help us to understand our world. And when we were little kids, we learned very concrete things. This is a pen. This is a cell phone. This is a you know, chair. This is the color blue. We learn these things and then the mind keeps it. And then whenever we're about to stretch beyond the mind, what it's ever done or what it's known or what the mm-hmm. possibility is, the mind wants to go can't be done because mm-hmm. it, it in its computer in the mind, it doesn't know. So it goes, it can't yeah. be done. You can't do that. So that's where desires, we get this beautiful idea, this this desire that something goes, oh my gosh, I would love to do that. I'd love to start a family. I'd love to have another kid. I'd love to be able to start a business. I'd love to whatever, work from home. We get these ideas and then all of a sudden, our mind that is very no. limited thinking will go, "That's not possible. Nobody's ever done that before." You're too old. You're too young. You're yes. too this.
0: I and- think I, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about Cat 9 I'm thinking it's like our minds are so tiny because the other space is so big. It's like it's like we have an idea. We're like we can absolutely do that. It's like the, our mind is kind of silent to like to like telling us that you can't. I- I,
2: I i do want to ask you Tiny a, minds. <laughs> I love I do that. want to ask you a question about like um the, i i i my daughter has okay number one, I think people it's not like you just wish for things and then they happen no. you do have to work to make things happen. I think it's not just like i'm gonna wish and wish and wish and and then just throw my hand like you said at, throw your hands.
1: Action is the last principle and it's very important oh, as human beings. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, very. And I think of my daughter who has, what's the difference between tenacity and, and tenaciousness and manifestation? Because I feel like they overlap. Like she is relentless in her dreams. Like I think of the room she wants, like everything mm-hmm. she wants, she she happens to get because she doesn't stop in her her thinking or like her, it's like she believes she should have it. And then it happens for yes.
1: her, but what, what is, what well, is that? That belief that it, it's like an expectation, right? And that's yeah. the, that's the third principle. You got alignment, focus, expectation. When you are in the gap of having, you have the idea, you want something. There's always a gap between having it and desiring it. Right. And in that gap, that's where the mind goes. Is it possible? Mm-hmm. And in, in your daughter's case, it's like, <clears throat> Yeah, there's no other choice, right? Uh, yeah. and, and being tenacious or being persistent or being, you know, all of that goes into using our own free will and choice, our own energy, because we have our own minds. And where are we going to focus those minds? Are we going to focus on the fact that we can't get it or don't have it? Well, that doesn't feel good. Right. Young, kid, young kids get this. I'm not going to focus on not having it because I, I you know, that's, that doesn't feel good. I'm going to focus on what I want. Right. And, and then expect it. Like it's going to happen. Whether a mom brings it to me or somebody else, this thing is going to, this is going to happen. And and having that, that gap of that joyful expectancy, being able to bridge that gap so that vibrationally, because everything is energy, all energy carries a vibration. Vibration goes out of us. We're like energy towers that are sending signals all the time. We get back from law of attraction. We get back what we're sending out. So if we're yeah. sending out, that's what's happening. I believe it's, that it happened. And,
2: and I had to help her make it what some of her dreams to happen, but she put, so if I can help people understand, she put it out there and kept putting it mm-hmm. out there and believed she could and had to get uncomfortable to get it. So she said when she was very young, I'm going to a certain school. And she pointed at the school. She's like, I'm going to that school. It was not the right school, but there was a similar one for her that was the right school, same concept. She had to go do the interview, which she hate write tests, which she hates, but she went and did it. And now she's at that school. And I had, she I, was like,
0: I, I'm going there. Just I have so to all say know. one of the, one thing like this, if anyone's listening, I was just thinking, like, cause I was thinking about children and about being lucky and wishing it's sort of like, you wish that you get an A on the exam, but it's not just going to imagine you have no. to, you have to do the work to get there, but you believe you can, the, you believe the, the other thing is, um, I want to know about this is that sometimes there are people that are actually successful in their manifesting, but when they achieve it, it's like. They don't, um, they don't, it's, the word isn't celebrate, but you know, people always say like oh. celebrate your successes, but it's like, if something happens, so us? no, I'm thinking about people who like think always bad things happen to them, but I'm like, you have actually, you have succeeded in some of your manifesting, but they yeah. don't acknowledge it.
1: That right. must be an important part to continue manifesting, it making it happen. It is because that's really what we're talking about—a lack mentality. Someone might, you know, go for what I used to be there. That was me. I, I Mm -hmm. focus. I go for what I wanted. I got it next. It was like there was no time Mm -hmm. to sit in the celebration and sit back and go, "Wow, I did that." that. We do that all the time. I said I wanted that, and look at here, I got it. Right? Mm -hmm. We're on to the next because here's the key, and here's here's the difference. We have been so ingrained to think that. In order for me to be satisfied, happy, joyful, whatever, I have to go and get something. So when I get the, then I'll feel. Mm-hmm. Right? When um, I get the man, then I'll feel. When I get the kid, then I'll feel. When I get another kid, when I get the house, when I get a bigger house, when I get the promotion, when I win, and when I win, when I, when I, and it's like you get there and then you're off to the next thing. You never have the energetic connection mm-hmm. and that's where that's the fourth principle whatever you desire you have there's a principle of having you have to feel the energy before you go get it. So it's not a, let me go make more money and then I'll feel secure, feel the security, feel the freedom, feel whatever you think the money's going to give you or the promotion or whatever. Feel it now because that's available now. That's the energy that we can choose to bring in and then contain ourselves in that. And then everything from that energy, from the thoughts and the words and everything that comes out Now we're giving out a stronger signal. And then all that is of that vibration matches it.
0: Yeah. And I think it's really important that when you do like achieve, like when you, when you, when you do manifest something and it comes true, it's not like saying like, if let's say you got a new car, I like celebrating. I got that cool new car. You actually have to celebrate yourself and acknowledge that it isn't the car, but that you made it, you, you took yourself there. It's, it's you that you should celebrate. Not that
2: I have a cool car.
3: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365 day returns.
1: That's what the desire factor is all about is because we think that it's the form, right? So once we get the form, it's who we become in the process of attaining the form or the totally. desire. So it's all about the journey. Uh, one of the reasons I wrote the desire factor is because I was on a cruise ship. I had taken my mom and my dad and my kids and my husband. My business had done really, really well and multi-million dollar business. I started from home from literally a little condo. I had a coffee, at a you know, the kitchen table. And around that time, I had gone to Italy with my boyfriend at the time. He's my, now my husband, mm-hmm. and my parents, and we went to Venice. And I was like, oh my gosh, the fashion that's in Venice, it was incredible. And I was like a hummingbird buzzing from place to place. And at the time, my, my boyfriend says to me, my husband now, he goes, I can't afford you. And I said, well, hmm. you don't have to afford me. I'll afford myself. I just started my new business. Someday we're going to come back to Venice and I'm going to buy whatever I want. It didn't make sense at the time. So I just started my business, right? So here I was, fast forward, I'm, I'm literally gifting my parents, my kids, my, my husband. We are now in Venice And I told my husband, I'm like, today I am going to go shop and I'm going to buy whatever I want, right? Because I can as a symbol of my success. Mm -hmm. And so I'm now back on the cruise ship after an amazing day of shopping. And I bought this beautiful bag, this Dolce & Gabbana bag. And I'm looking at it and a voice, you know, I'm like celebrating the success and what this represents. And a voice Mm -hmm. in my head then says, that's so materialistic. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. where's that? What is that? Where is that coming from? This Mm -hmm. bag why is that bad? This bag symbolizes all of the transformation I've helped clients get, the success that I have achieved for myself and my family for, for setting an intention all those years before, and then being able to come and have that experience. Why is that bad? It's not about the bag. It's who I became in the mm-hmm. process of attaining that bag.
0: Did you tell, did you tell your mind to stop, stop, stop saying that?
1: Yeah. And I was like, where's that coming from? Cause that's not me. And it was, right. it, it was, it came from my sister. I had a flashback and this is where imprints are so important. Yes, I had a flashback and I have a picture of myself too. I'm wearing this little, it was Easter. And I was wearing this little yellow and white dress. It was a frilly dress with the gloves and the white purse and the little hat, that match. And I was all dolled up and I thought it was all that. Mm. And she walks up to me she goes, oh, and she was 11 years older than me. You're, you're so materialistic. Mm. I was like, <gasps> you're like do not even know what that means? I'm so cute. What are you talking about? Right. And and that those imprints of when someone says something or someone breaks our heart, or we don't know how to process the energy, those experiences in life, if we keep our hearts open, if we keep our energy open and we allow the energy to move through us, even if it's an unpleasant mm-hmm. one, like a disappointment or whatever it may be then it takes 90 seconds to process that. But most of wow. us close down and then imprint, and then that becomes a belief. Right.
0: That's so interesting. So when something that doesn't feel good, you have to you have to process it. You have to put the energy in
2: and let it move out instead of just saying, Folding don't come it. here. Don't come yeah. in here. Yeah, Christy, I have a really important, um, I, we've taken so much of your time, but I, I really do want to address this, which is a lot of women have... Um, partners who do not support or believe in the manifestation and they're actually afraid to speak their manifestation to their partner in, in, in the, in the, 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 the that they will be ridiculed or okay. they'll be like, oh my God, get a, get, get a grip. That's never happening. Right. How, as the person who you're married to or live with, if you believe in manifestation and they're like, you're dumb, uh, not that they would say that, but how do we,
1: how Here's the break thing, that. Y- your connection with your manifestations have nothing to do with anybody else. I and so that. you, I mean, I am manifesting and thinking about things right now that my husband doesn't even know about because mm-hmm. for, for where I'm at in the vision that I hold, he would be like, now, listen, I know that you're like a witch and that you manifest pretty much <laughs> everything that you set out to, but that's going to be impossible. I don't want that energy around me. I don't want Does that he energy. Believe you? Does he believe in what you do? Oh, Totally. Yeah. Okay. But, I was but, just so, curious. but sometimes like I'll, I'll stretch his consciousness where he's like, I don't know. I know I believe in you, but mm-hmm. wow. Right. And so, but even in the beginning where he was kind of learning about, you know, cause I I've been doing this long before I met him. And so I would say something to him and he'd be like, okay, you know, and then it would happen. He's like, okay, you're freaking me out. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but here's the thing. None of us have to get anybody else's permission. We don't get it, have to get anybody else's say. So it's a private conversation between us and our divine, our energy field. And as long as we are vibrating at the the rate that we want to bring in, whether it's joy or success or abundance mm-hmm. or whatever it is, it has nothing to do with anybody else around mm-hmm. us. We don't need that permission and we can manifest those things and surprise our husbands.
0: I love that. And surprise our husbands. Shit. So you we don't, don't have, have to, done that.
2: You don't have to speak it out loud in order for it to be, you don't have to, you don't have to do a vision board in order for your manifestation to be, to become fruition.
1: No, you just have to believe it and align with the energy as if it's already happened. And that doesn't go mean go, go buy the money or, you know, go spend the money or go <laughs> buy the house. You know, it's feel the energy as if you do have it. And then the circumstances, situations all revolve around you because we're the energy tower. We're the free willed individual that chooses what we want to create. And as long as we align with it, we create it. I do
2: want to also tell people manifestation doesn't just mean materialistic things like you said, or physical things. It can honestly be like I, you talked about relationships. You help people get to an abundance in their relationship. Yeah.
1: What does that mean? Well, we're all divinely designed to literally have all of our relationships, anybody we're in contact with, to be full of love and support. So if you're looking at your partner, for example, and you're like, he's not supporting me. He's Mm -hmm. not supporting me the way I want. I'm not getting what I want in my 3D world. Either here, I feel lonely. I feel longing. I feel, you know, whatever it is. Annoyed. Anything. Whatever does not feel good. In this world, one of the the laws that I talk about is the law of polarity. If it exists, there's the polar opposite of it. And if we focus on the thing that we're pushing up against, the emotions that we don't want to feel, the situation, the circumstance, we're pushing up against that with resistance, we just create more of that. So look at and take a step back and go, okay, I'm feeling unsupported. I want to feel supported. Mm -hmm allow yourself to feel supported first by the energy and come from a place of fulfillment. Because if we are in our physical body, whether mentally, emotionally, and we are perceiving something as not being fulfilled, we are in lack and we feel bad. And then Mm -hmm. we look at our kids or our husbands or whomever else to fulfill us. But if we're coming in from that place of fulfillment, our partner can show up and give what he can and we don't have that expectation and therefore the, it's not enough, right? Because you're yes. already fulfilled. Whether so you
2: teach people how to be fulfilled so you can meet in a place where you're not fulfilling each other and mm-hmm. you've got to find your own fulfillment
3: christy yeah. like, you're like through my life right no,
2: now no. i was thinking it was tantric sex but it's not oh i was gosh. thinking that you go send them home and you're like go have no. tantric sex that's not part of the homework christy, right you, this <laughs> <Okay. a> conversation <laughs> no <laughs> that's not
3: it it could, it could be, be it, be. it, it could if you wanted to be <laughs> but that's not no, what i coach
0: this conversation <laughs> this topic is like i mean we love this i mean some some people are like i i can't i can't comprehend my mind doesn't understand what you're saying this this seems like woo woo this is all whatever this is a passionate conversation the two of us love to have and we've loved having it with you but I think to solidify it and to get people where they need to go I think we need to know where we can buy your book. Anywhere books literally books book yeah so, what,
1: so yeah what, so Amazon I mean you can go Barnes and Noble I mean do any you read you, it to people oh do you do uh, an audio? I have an audio Yeah. so oh, it's perfect. audio Kindle paperback.
2: Maybe that's a family road trip. What's that one called? What's the, what's that? Can you
1: say that the name of that book one more time? The desire factor. I'll show it to you. When did that come out? This came out in April. And then for everybody. And then I have another one that you, you both would love. It's called the art of having it all that women can have all, all, all of us, not just not as women, but that we can have everything we love in all aspects of our life. And that, and, and life is full of having it all moments. And we have to choose those moments.
2: We do have to choose and we have the power to choose. We can write our, our yeah. own destiny but it does not mean you don't have to work hard for it it doesn't mean it always looks exactly like it was it comes in some form and it doesn't mean you're not going to be disappointed It doesn't mean you're not going to be hurt and it might take 20 years to get there yes so it's not like I, I wish that's it, the
0: most confusing part for people is like they're like I just wish it hasn't happened yet I guess that doesn't work
2: yeah you have to yeah. it sometimes it comes and it comes in different ways it shows up in different ways and you're like wow oh. that is and it takes you on a different journey because that's not what your divine was meant to be. And it was meant to go in the other direction.
1: Yep. It's, it's oh all gosh. about who we become in the process of it. I'll tell you what. I wrote a list 25 years ago when I learned about, you know, thinking about all the things I wanted in my life. And two things of this probably list of 30 things um, hasn't come to fruition yet, but it's in the process. And one of them, and this is a desire factor, and you mentioned her, was going on Oprah, right? So again, this is a long time ago. And my first book came out 20 years ago. Family and friends read it. They weren't the target audience for it. I started speaking in bookstores and churches, and I thought, how do I really get this information out there? Oprah, right? So it was like, how do I get on Oprah? I'm an author. Ooh, I can get on Oprah. And I had to go through so many different trainings and processes to go on local cable and to go in the local TV stations. Right. And then, which got me then to the today show and the Hallmark channel and the Maryland Dennis show, you, you're Canadian, the yeah. Maryland, the Maryland Dennis show, you know, like all of that wouldn't have happened if I didn't have the desire. And even when the Oprah Winfrey show itself, Stopped. I was there, the like watching it. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not going to get on it, right? So it was like a, oh, a disappointment. But then to find out she's got Super Soul Sunday, that desire just kept alive. Yes. Everything that I move towards is that end desire. If I never hit that desire. All the energy, all the experience, all the life, all those moments have led me to become who I am today and creating great impact in my career, regardless of I go on Oprah or not.
0: Really. That makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. Oh my that gosh. Fulfillment of 11, it is already 11, there. It's 11-11. We have
2: to end it at this moment. We finish at 11-11. It's like if we don't get off, the divine is with us right now. Uh, we appreciate you so much, Christy. Thank you for taking time out of your morning. Everyone, we will link where you can find her. Um, and uh, I think you're going to be very busy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I appreciate you both so much. Thank you so uh, much. We now. appreciate you. Bye, Chris. Bye. Bye.